Welcome to the Adventures After Teaching podcast. If you're an exhausted teacher, this is your place to find inspiration for a new career outside of the classroom. I'm your host, Joanne Howard, primary teacher turned burnout and career coach. I'll be interviewing lots of amazing ex-teachers about their career changes and helping you see how you can use your transferable skills to leave teaching. to Helen, who has come to talk to us about her experience in the academy and her wonderful ceramics business, which is just blossoming every single week. Isn't it? So Helen, you joined us six weeks ago. I can't believe it's only, is this only six weeks. It feels like months ago. Yeah. That's how it feels. Um, in a good in way. A really way. In a good way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was ages ago but um if it was only six weeks ago gosh yeah a lot's happened in yeah it has not it so where so, were you yeah. go then Helen so you are an art teacher aren't you yes had you decided to leave already where were where were you with the whole decision in the it was the Easter um, holiday I think I've been toying for with the idea I would say for the last four years right um you know, I would have these kind of daydreams about, you know, oh, I could set like my own workshops and I could yeah. uh, make my own work and sell my own work and things. And, um, and you know, I've done various jobs, like lots of people probably. Um, before I, I worked internationally and before that I um, I did a lot of sort of craft fairs. So I made my yeah. own work and sold it in craft fairs, but nothing serious, more of a hobby. Um, and then when I came back to the UK, I did have an idea and I thought, oh gosh, I really, really want to try and, you know, do this, be a designer yeah. maker or artist and, you know, sell my work. And um, I got a, um, a part-time maternity cover job was the first job yeah. I got. And um, I made my own work while I was working part time. And yeah. I did a Christmas craft market in Cardiff, which was really successful and things like that. But I just got scared. I got right. really scared. Um, and I thought, oh, I don't know. Um, I didn't sell as much as I thought I would. Right. You know, lots of things like that. And I just thought, I don't think I can sustain this so I actually got another job and a full-time job this time as head of art and DT right and, uh, I thought right it's okay because I'll, I'll carry on doing my own stuff but I'll do this job as well mm. um and you know then I kind of started the the role and and it just brought back you know all the reasons why I wanted to leave the role in the first place because it was just mm. so much work really um and not just that it's just working in schools generally didn't quite fit with me I love teaching absolutely love it really passionate about it Um, my specialism is ceramics Um, I love that Um, but also I teach art as well so I don't know I just and then lockdown came you know COVID hit and um, and then we were all forced to stay at home so I just started making my own work again and this Mm. time I started getting a bit bigger I started building pots and things um which I used to teach, but I never used to keep my work. I, I'd always kind of do demonstration pieces and I never keep it. So I, right. I just started making my pots and posting on Instagram a bit. And I, and I had loads of really positive feedback. So when restrictions were lifted, I started doing craft fairs just locally. And, you know, I was really well received. And I thought, oh, gosh, you know, I should kind of go back into this. But then I mm-hmm. thought, well... I'd really like to teach as well. How can I have both worlds? Yeah. And I had an email from Creative Clumpton. 
kind of out of the blue because I made the connections through the craft fairs and I joined the art house there just locally. They just said, hey, would you like to deliver um, some pottery workshops for us? Um, as part of the regeneration project. So, okay, that sounds really interesting. Tell me more. So they told me information, how I would get paid for it. Um, I would invoice them and things. And I just thought, God, this sounds great. And then I met the lady who emailed me at one of the craft fairs, um, Vic Westaway, who's an amazing artist. She makes these, like, willow sculptures. Mm. And she kind of told me a bit of a story and she said, oh, yeah, I used to work full time teaching and um, I gave it up and now I just run workshops and make art. And I was like, I want to do that. The dream. How would you do that? Um, and I was, but, you know, so she I met with her for a coffee, actually, and she kind of told me, you know, I just said, can I pick your brains? You know, I asked her for coffee um, and she just told, told me lots of information about how she kind of went about it and everything, which was really inspiring. But. Mm. At the same time, I just still felt a bit too scared, still kind of trapped in the school situation. And, you know, I followed your group for a, for a long time and I and I kept thinking, shall I sign up? Shan't I sign up? Shall I sign up? And yeah. it was this to and fro in for months, actually. And mm. then, you know, I think just one day I just thought, do you know what? I, I'm going to do it. So, you know, which is why I joined the academy. And I think just having that, support network behind you yeah. and then and knowing people that have done it and succeeded knowing people that are thinking of doing it um just talking to people that still don't know what they're doing you know it just made me feel like I'm not alone yeah. and you know the support is there mm. and you can follow your dreams I suppose so, yeah fantastic fantastic so, yeah, so that's kind of my journey really um and now I suppose I'm at the stage where it I kind of am making it happen. It, you know, it is yeah. happening. Um, you handed your notice, Helen, didn't you? So that was that's so, yeah, so, week. So that was a decision, wasn't it? Made. Well, and- I think after I joined the academy, and lots of people had um, handed their notice in, and mm-hmm. you know, handing your notice in is a really scary thing, isn't it? Because you're kind of like a small thing. You know, how are the, how's the head going to treat you? How's the other staff mm-hmm. going to treat you? How are the children going to treat you? You know. All of these sort of things go on in your head. You feel like you're letting someone down, that sort of thing. Um, but I just thought, you know what, I, I, I've just got to do it. It's just now or never, really. Yeah. Um, and I think what drove me was, you know, the the thought of coming back in September yeah. and having to deal with all the other stuff again. And, mm. and I, just, I really don't want to do that anymore. Mm. Um, and what is my worst case scenario? You know, yeah. what, what if it... If my idea doesn't pay off, what can I do? Yeah. Um, and, you know, before I went into teaching, I did do a few other jobs. You know, I was in retail for quite a long time. And I think that's why I found doing craft fairs quite easy in some respects, because right. I really like that kind of, it's, it's kind of like customer service, really. But it's your own work, so you can talk passionately about it, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, and I suppose I'm at the stage now where, I really wanted to run w- workshops, so I just, after chatting to you, if you remember, Joe, it's just like, oh, let's just do it and just test the water. Yeah. yeah. So I just jumped in and say, what's been most helpful in the, yeah. so just, in terms of like the resources and the coaching, like wh- which bits have, have helped in the last few weeks, do you think? I think it's just 
it's just confidence. So like, so I didn't know anything about Canva until you no. you introduced me to Canva. So like in terms of doing any marketing or mm-hmm. selling anything, you know, you can create really jazzy sort of posters and things like that. Um, and I just thought, right, I need to create an event, a workshop event for children mm-hmm. in half term. How yeah. am I going to do it? Well, I haven't got a website. Wasn't ready. I still don't have a website. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought, how can I do this? So I joined all the Facebook groups in my local area. And I just put it on Eventbrite, um, just set the ticket price, wrote what it was about. And I just did it that way, really, just to see. Mm. Um, And then I also put it in my school newsletter as well. Yeah, leveraging those contacts was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. So and that, I think, has helped loads. So um, so, you know, so it sold out, which is great. I only kept it small. So um, I only had 12 spaces, I think. And yep. that's the, that was enough. Um, and, yeah, so that, and the feedback was brilliant from, from the day as well. So that was the first thing. Um, but off that, I had lots of messages from adults saying, are you going to do any adult pottery workshops? Um, so I directed them to the Creative Columpton ones, which I was teaching. Yeah. So, um, but also, also I was going to do a demo for that in a, in a craft fair as well. So I did an event where um, I went to the craft fair, kind of negotiated having a free stall um, Mm -hmm. whilst doing this demo. And they paid me to do the demo as well, which is great, to get people to sign up to these free classes. Yeah. Uh, uh, So it was two classes and it was 30 places. Mm -hmm. And then Plumpton would pay me to to do them as part of their kind of regeneration project. So, um, and, and the places went within 24 hours um it was you know incredible so I just thought gosh there's definitely a market for this absolutely then I thought, these are free places would people pay for them that's another yeah. words they were people are craving <laughs> getting out well, yes I well since then because like Vic sort of said to me Helen you know you need to like use this as a springboard she's so positive as well she's like you can you know when you set up your own event and then if people are really interested they can kind of go hey you know I've got run another class why didn't you come and join it sort of thing so I did so I set up another one on Eventbrite um, just minimized the places getting to 12 um, Mm -hmm. just from morning three-hour workshop um, sold out in 24 hours Brilliant. So I, I put it on all the Facebook groups. Again, I haven't got a website yet. I, I went to work Monday, and then at the end of Monday, I just thought, oh, I'll just check my messages and mm-hmm. see how many, if I sold anything, and it, and I, it was sold out. I was incredible. Like, it's incredible. So I was like, oh, my gosh. And then lots of messages again, are you running anymore? I'm really gutted I didn't get a place. You know, I was like, yeah, I am going to be, but it's like, oh, I can't, like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. <laughs> You're in that in-between now, aren't you? But just to kind of pick up on the event, right, because we were talking yesterday about different um, mm. different online models and trying to match, you know, the model for what for what the um, client's needs are. And that that is working really well for you at the moment, isn't it, as a, like an initial way of just getting tickets out there. And, yeah, that yeah. kind of e-commerce store was working really yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, initially I did think I might have more of a, like an e-commerce website set up so I can sell my own work through there. But actually I'm thinking more along the lines I might just have a, just a straightforward website yeah, just um, to look professional and people can contact me and just and then maybe put links to workshops that are sort of available to book 
through the website. I don't know. It's still kind of up in the air. Um, and it's just time, really. I just, you know, I just don't have any time because I'm still obviously working. So I've got five weeks. Um, we've got quite a short term um, for our school. So five weeks and then I'm I'm free <laughs> to do what I want. <laughs> Holidays. Um, Helen, we'll be doing the kind of launch runway and getting the digital products ready. So I'm going to be doing a whole like done with you on New Zealand as well. So if you want oh, to do brilliant. Website, that'd be good. Yeah, no, that will really good. Yeah. yeah. And then you can do the online workshops as well. Potentially, like, it might lend itself to that. But at the moment, you just want to capitalise on this face-to-face, really, don't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Because when I sort of – I spoke to the ladies doing the the free workshop, um, you know, to see how they were enjoying it. And mm-hmm. they were just saying, it's just so nice to see people again. Yeah. Um, I'm so tired of being online. And yeah. I just thought, I think that's my niche at the moment. <laughs> We chatted about that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it needs to be the need to connect with other people. And absolutely. I'm really glad you. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've got loads of ideas of how to do it or other ideas and what I can do with it. But it's kind of like um, it's just having the time and energy to, to yeah. put into it at the moment. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got some other ideas. Like, I want to do kind of like evenings. So I thought it'd be quite nice to do like, wine and clay evening so you can have like a glass of wine while you I don't know make a pot <laughs> or something oh, or a jazzy name for it I'm sure you know a jazzy name for it or um or even kind of negotiating with local kind of restaurants and pubs so, so mm-hmm. or something like yeah. if say I did a whole day workshop um and then lunch is included but then going over to like a local kind of nice place oh. for lunch and then just booking a table and we all have lunch yeah. together Lovely. I don't know just doing something like nice like that it's like, event, like, isn't it? sense of occasion and mm. ritual and yeah coming together yeah. So, so, nice. so, it's, um, so it's doing those but it's also doing some um for people as well so like I said yeah. Lumpton, I'm doing some for but also, um, Bridwell Park want me to do deliver some pottery workshops and also Darts Farm now. So they've come back to me and said they really would love me to do it mm-hmm. on September. So so September is the key month, I think, to launch those. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's 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 so exciting. And this is the thing, like the journey in six weeks with so many of the members was amazing, not just in terms of, you know, making a physical change, but in terms of confidence and just you can do it and just. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been moments where I've just laid in bed at night going, oh, God, (laughs) oh, have I made the right choice? Oh, no. Oh, and I really question myself. And then I have to kind of keep myself in check you know I do have wobbles massive wobbles and yeah. sometimes I think oh no what am I doing and then I'll look on Tess and then I'll see a job and then I'll look at the job description and then my heart sinks when I read it oh no and then I and then I close it really quickly <laughs> so I have loads of moments like that um but that's as far as I I get really with those moments now I think yeah. um it's that momentum isn't it and like you said if you know worst case scenario if you have if you have to pick up some other work to kind of supplement it you are making money yeah, totally. I mean this has been a busy month because I also do moderation for um mm-hmm. WJC and Educast exam board yeah 
So I moderate A level. So that's been quite tough. So um, I had to do six schools in five days, but then yeah. that's another income stream. Yeah. So I just think next year when I, I'm not in school, I may be able to do more days. Um, so if I am thinking, oh gosh, I'm really strapped for cash, there, there's that option. And there's always supply teaching. I, I know everybody says that, but it is an option, worst yeah. case scenario. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've talked about pricing, haven't we, in terms of like how you price the workshops and things. But yeah, almost having that supply rate in mind, isn't it? Thinking, right, you know, what can I get for that workshop? You have to fire the um, pots and things at home, don't you, and glaze them. So it's working. Yeah, it is. I mean... I think my price is probably a little bit too low for the adult ones, but because um, I kept it the same as the children's ones. So for three hours, it's £30. Yeah. Three hour workshop is £30, including mm-hmm. the materials. Um, but then if you look at other workshops around, they seem to be a bit more, but it depends what you're doing and it depends on the, on the materials and things like that. So at the moment, I think it's okay. But I think as time goes on, I'll probably have to evaluate the situation and kind of think. You would have diversified by then, Helen, anyway. I think that, you know, building on those online models, um, yeah, Yeah. lots of different ways of kind of going back to those subgroups and thinking, right, well, what would they need on a monthly basis? Or pop-up things could they have? um, Yes. Use your time in different ways in the day as well. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, I just need to think about that and work out, you know, what's what. But yeah, but it's it feels like a kind of roller coaster in a way, you know, in a, in a really positive way, to be honest. But it's been really, really positive. So, but thank you, Joe. You know, you you've been like the mentor behind it. You know what I mean? Oh, coaching, <laughs> coaching all the way. <laughs> Which is great. so it's been yeah it's been and everyone in the group as well you know when we all come together and you have a chat I mean I haven't been um to the Saturdays for the last couple of Saturdays because I've just been so busy really I've just been working flat out um but but it's that's a good thing you know so yeah absolutely and what about the um I know the back to balance sessions like Helen that you did the sort of like the burnout recovery the well-being stuff do you think that was needed to kind of be reflecting on those sabotaging behaviors as well yeah finding your inner saboteurs was the key I think Mm. um and now and again you know I sometimes listen to those voices you know and it sometimes takes me a couple of days to realize it's it's your kind of inner saboteur that's doing that Mm. um so, but once you realize that and you're thinking, oh gosh, you know, because it does make you feel, you know, unconfident. It, it does yeah. make you feel kind of that you can't do things. And yeah, so I think that that was key for me, definitely. And also, even before I started the academy, you know, the the free sessions that you do to to work out whether you wanted to leave teaching or, or not. Yeah, still go. Exercises, those mm-hmm. were really, really good. Um good. Because it kind of makes you feel, yeah, you just visualise where you want to be, don't you, and what you want to be doing. And it definitely wasn't being in the classroom. You yeah. know, it wasn't in that situation. Um, so, yeah, so it's that was key, I think, and that helped to join the academy. Um, but And also kind of giving yourself permission, you know, learning to give yourself permission to 
yeah. you know, have a break, you know. Absolutely. It's like who you are underneath the role, isn't mm. it? Which it's not necessarily something you're going to discover in, in a week or so. It is a it's a journey, like you said, a roller coaster with the ups and downs and mm. you're gonna go through the ups and downs, like to have a group of people kind of all say, It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's and, and it's normal. I think yeah. that's you know you're not alone. And I think if if you didn't have those ups and downs, I think it, it, that's just a bit weird, really, because it you you're going to have them as a human being. I think it's normal. Um, mm. That's the normal bit about it. So yeah, I think well for me anyway, I I knew that the journey would be tough. Um only because I've never done anything like this before you know yeah and I think when yeah. when you haven't done anything like this before it's scary but, yeah, um, but in a good way you know absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting to us Helen it's just so nice to to hear members experiences and um you know as we were talking before weren't we about the podcast interviews tends to be mm. like people that are kind of you know set up different things or they've been in a job for a while and it's it's just nice to hear from people that are kind of part way on the journey as well and how they oh, feel absolutely it. yeah I think it's it's good to know isn't it because you've hear, hear, hear people about finishing their journey or yeah. not finished but they they come out of teaching and they've been really really successful and they're doing all of this which is great and inspiring but you're like oh, how would you get there though and exactly. where do what, I start sort of thing. What? Yeah. so yeah it's good to know the kind of in-between messy bits isn't it <laughs> I think so I think so well thank you Helen you've been listening to the adventures after teaching podcast with Joanne Howard if you found this episode inspiring please do like and share with other teachers If you'd like to hear even more Adventures After Teaching, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to find out how the Adventures After Teaching Academy programme can help you create your next career, head over to adventuresafterteaching.com.